We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? Tomorrow, of Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on 93.7 The Ticket Early Break. No Sip and uh, Sorensen today there in Ireland. Huskers landed in Dublin about two and a half hours, or excuse me, two hours ago, about 5.30 a.m. this morning, maybe a little bit before. Um, their flight got delayed an hour and ten minutes last night, so they didn't get out of Omaha until 9, 10 p.m., and so obviously they landed about an hour and ten minutes uh, late as well. But they're heading over to the – There are, I guess they've already been to Aviva Stadium. They're going to – practice do a little bit of a workout as scott frost said get a little bit of the rust off and then um they're going to go back to the hotel and have some downtime before dinner and a cultural thing according to scott frost <laughs> and they'll uh they will um excuse me then they'll go back to they'll go to bed and, and try to get their body calendar and cycle ready to ready to go once again christian lincoln asked this do you think martinez would be the best quarterback at nebraska if he was still here would, how about the most athletic? I do not think he'd be the best here, but the most athletic quarterback. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, there's still a, a chance, and I, I hate to say that. I mean, I, I think they needed the breakup, but... I do, too. If, the, if this offensive line um, can't protect Casey, then it might there might be a chance that they might be better off with Adrian. I don't think that That's they necessarily... That's an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. because... Um, we'll see. I mean, they, they because he could at least, you know take the hits and he gives you something a little bit additional in the running game. His passing's not near what Casey's going to be. So you're going to no, get a big upgrade there. So um, there is that, but it's not like Nebraska. <laughs> it's not like Nebraska made a huge upgrade as far as like, as far as the nations look at it, right? They, mm-hmm. they kind of say, okay, it's different. And that's what that's again, that's what Nebraska needed more than anything was just something different. Well, I think it's interesting. I, I think a fresh start is a good way to categorize it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it was refreshing on Sunday, being able to hear Casey Thompson talk about Northwestern's defense, the way he did and break it down the way he did, because that was something once again, that we just haven't heard. We haven't heard a quarter a player specifically break down a defense like that when asked just a, a simple question of what should we know about Northwestern. We haven't heard that in years past. So number one, it's refreshing. Number two, the fresh start is big. And I guess I'm curious. This could kind of segue into a, a brief conversation that I want to have because it, you can open up a can of worms when you're talking about former players and and guys that transfer out of the program. But it's one of those things where. Adrian Martinez spoke to The Athletic just a couple days ago, Max Olson, actually, and I want to hear your guys' thoughts on this. Um, How interested are you going to be in Kansas State? Because I think back to a couple, not polarizing players, I say that Adrian was a polarizing player, but some bigger named players throughout Nebraska's recent years that have transferred out, Wandale Robinson comes to my mind. How, I mean, how much did we pay attention to Wandale Robinson last year? It was easy, too, because he was leading the SEC in receiving. Yeah. But are you going to go out of your way to watch a Kansas State game? Did you pay attention to Wandale? I did. I did, too, yeah. I mean, but, like, are, I, I'm, not, I'm not ashamed to admit that I'm going to pay attention to Adrian. Oh, I will, too. It's fascinating. It's, part, it's the last four years of Husker football. You're right. Over there in Manhattan. It's, uh, it's crazy. 
Now, this isn't even a conversation of what Adrian did or didn't do here. He, it, it is, it, this, once again, is written by The Athletic and, and Max Olson. And they walk through Colin Klein meeting the, the offensive coordinator for Kansas State, meeting Adrian Martinez at Hopcat downtown. Coach Klein. And former Heisman Trophy finalist. There you go. Um, the year that Manti Teo was in it That's as well. Right. But anyway, so I've been 2012. Johnny Manziel winner. Yeah, 2012. 2012. So anyway... In this article, and I highly recommend that you guys go read it, go take a look at it, it there's some interesting quotes in here from, from Adrian Martinez, from his dad, Tony Martinez, from Colin Klein. There, there's a couple interesting things here. Uh, Martinez says this. I'll just say it right here. Quote, if you look across the Big Ten, I don't think any other team asked their quarterback to do as much as I had to do at Nebraska. I think that's just a fact. You talk about this, Bach, the national perspective of Adrian Martinez and Casey Thompson. And from a national perspective, I think a lot of people look at it as Martinez had 10,000-plus yards at Nebraska, oh, yeah. which ranked, I think, like 7th or 8th in Big Ten history. Um, he holds Nebraska records, and it's a guy that had some buzz around his name for potential Heisman after his freshman year All-American season. And like you sit here, and I think from the five hundred thousand foot view, if you're a national analyst or or just somebody that's not in Lincoln, Nebraska, you're sitting here going, Nebraska lost a, a pretty big piece. But once you once you zoom in, right, we have this. It's nice to have a fresh start. Yeah, and it's it, it's it's it. You know, the pairing between Frost and Martinez had just run its course, um, right. and I think that that's that's the intrigue of this this split is what's. What's going to happen? I mean, do both teams go seven and five, and then we just don't really get an answer? Or is there going to be an answer at the end of the day? Who was the bigger problem in them never, as a combination, never being able to get over the hump, never getting a significant win, and ultimately, you know, obviously going 15 and 29 or, you know, minus one or two games that, that Martinez didn't start or whatever. So um, it's... I, I, again, I, I mean, I think that there's a there is a reputation probably on Adrian Martinez as not being able to to finish games. We'll see if that kind of sticks with him at Kansas State. I mean, he's got Deuce Vaughn. That's a that's a winning culture. Yeah. As much as people want to get frustrated about him saying they're more talented or they have a winning culture and all that. They literally went to a bowl game last year. They've got Deuce Vaughn's an All American. They've got guys that are that a few guys that look like they'll be you know day day two day day three type of guys or excuse me day one day two guys um, on that roster. So um, it's I don't see it as a slide at Nebraska. Uh, I just still I'm I'm fascinated to see if he still has those problems in in crunch time or more, what I'm more fascinated in is him thinking that Nebraska or saying that Nebraska asked him to do more than anybody else. I think that's true. And I think that he wanted to get to a place where he get got a chance to prove that he could be more of a quarterback rather yeah. than just a running back playing quarterback. I think so too. And I don't know how that experiment's going to go if they're going to try that. I think he's what? better off a running back playing quarterback. I think that's why this, this I don't want to call it an experiment, but this transition is so fascinating for me. And I think it's okay. Like, here's the thing. This Adrian Martinez discussion the entire offseason is a very delicate subject. It's a very delicate topic. A lot of people get in their feels and they're, they're like they get they get pretty intense over it. And understandably so. This is a guy that led your football program for the last four years. Like understandably so. But with that being said, I don't think it's bad to want to see like see how he does. Mm -hmm. Like like here's a here's a fact um, that the athletic points out. Once again, Max Olson. 
This isn't even a quote. In 2018, Divino Zigbo's 1,000-yard season helped take pressure off Martinez. But from 2019 through 2021, Husker running backs averaged a combined 94 rushing yards per game, a rate that ranked 121st nationally. Just one back surpassed 500 yards in a season. They struggled enough that they needed receiver Wandale Robinson to line up at running back. When he got tired of it, he transferred to Kentucky and became a a second-round draft pick. Uh, Adrian did add, quote, I don't know if we ever found that consistency for three years to be able to run our basic run stuff and get good yardage out of it. Um, Max Olson continues to write, when you can't lean on that, you're in trouble. No Power 5 quarterback was pressured on a higher percentage of dropbacks last season. He was pressured 45% of the time. Nebraska lost 12 more scholarship receivers to the portal during his time there, making it tougher for the passing attack to develop a steady rhythm. For much of his career, it seemed Martinez needed to be great while the Huskers' offense figured everything else out. It, like it's it's pretty telling. Like once again, through all the mistakes and the the tr- like the the poor decisions and the turnovers, there is some truth to this quote. Once again, from Adrian Martinez, I don't think any other team asked their quarterback to do as much as I had to do at Nebraska. Now you could argue partially. He decided to do that much. He would decide to take off when he would have a receiver open in the flat or in the backfield. He would miss wide open receivers. Like there's part of this where he would make the wrong read. Like there's there's a lot that's yeah. his fault, but there's also a lot, and that's why I think it's okay to be fascinated and interested in Kansas State this season. You don't have to be a fan, but if there's a game on. I think a lot of Husker fans, whether they want to admit it or not, are going to be interested in watching it because there's going to be those in there that are you know sitting in the shadows waiting to go. Op, oh, see, Adrian does the same thing at Kansas State that he did in Nebraska. It wasn't a Nebraska problem, but there's also an opportunity or a chance if you're Adrian Martinez, like you said, Bach, to show I, I I'm a capable quarterback. I'm I'm, a, I'm an actual decent quarterback. Who's going to get the first big win between because there is I mean there. I don't want to, you know, I, I think we're going to get, to get beyond this. Obviously, college football as a whole probably doesn't care too much. But there is a, a fascinating, if, you, if you've been a fan for the last four years, it has to be fascinating to, to you to see between the two, Scott Frost and, and Adrian Martinez pairing that just didn't work. Yeah. Who's going to get the first big win? Who's going to make that, you know, who's going to make a bowl game? Who's going to make the, you know, it, there's, there's, there's so much intrigue as, as it plays out. Um, I can't wait. And, and to be honest, I am somewhat cheering for Adrian Martinez at Kansas State. I, and I, I think I it's think, okay. Yeah. I think it's okay to sit here and have a mature approach to this discussion and say, um, have a mature, I think a mature approach is the right description to say, listen, it didn't work out here, but there's a way that, we kind of want him to be successful yeah. because although he did not play well a lot of the time, you still cheered him on and he was still your quarterback. Well, he gave a lot more blood, sweat, and tears than you guys did. I mean, than, than I did. Than, yeah, than you. That's a good point. I mean, he's just, I mean, he broke his jaw. I mean, it, it was never a lack of effort for him. He might not be the best quarterback of all time and I, and I I would say he's not even close obviously but um it was I, to me it was never for a lack of effort he was always uh you know kind of an upstanding kid in the community and uh you know I, I th- he just gave a lot and, and tried his, his best and and was as that as that kind of points out I don't think ever necessarily put in a great position 
at Nebraska to succeed. Again, he got in his own way, tripped over his own feet and did Absolutely. all that stuff uh, as well, which which is why you needed the split. But uh, that doesn't mean I'm, I'm not going to cheer for him and consider him a Husker. I mean, I, I think if he comes to Memorial Stadium uh, in five years, I hope he gets a, a nice round of applause. Yeah, OG Les Lancaster makes an interesting point. Um, that arc- article is very accurate, but at the same time, if you want to be a big-time Division One quarterback, that's the workload you can expect at times. I think especially at Nebraska, there's a lot of pressure um, to be a starting quarterback. I, I, th- I think that's pretty accurate as well. And his freshman year, like, let's be real, it's a lot to put on a 19 or an 18-year-old kid or 18-year-old yeah. player. But what were those stats? Like, hundred and so, if you're in the 120s in anything, and if that's quarterback pressures and running yeah. game – I mean that's that's both sides. That's pass protection and what you're getting out of help out of the running game. That's why he's saying he was asked to do so much. He led your team in rushing the last two years. So I mean, it's not he's not well, making this up. Once again, we talked about JUCO running backs earlier in the show, Bach. In twenty eighteen when Nebraska had Greg Bell, mm-hmm. he ended up transferring out who was the JUCO running back, went to San Diego State later that off season. But in twenty eighteen, Divino Zigbo, who started the year third on the depth chart. His 1,000-yard season helped take pressure off Martinez in 2018, but from 2019 through 2021, Husker running backs averaged a combined 94 rushing yards per game, a rate that ranked 121st nationally. Um, they bring up Wondell Robinson once again, and then he was no quarterback in college football, or excuse me, in Power 5 football, was pressured on a higher percentage of dropbacks 45% of the time last season. Um, I, I didn't, and I, I didn't even think about this until I read the article. Nebraska lost 12 scholarship receivers to the portal during his four years there, making it tougher for the passing attack to develop a steady rhythm. Um, and I, th- I think this this line, once again, is pretty telling. For much of his career, it seemed that Martinez needed to be great while the Huskers' offense figured everything else out. Yeah. Um, he, and, and that's the thing is we're getting a lot, and, and I, me- I mentioned this a moment ago, it's a touchy subject. Oh yeah, very delicate subject. Um, and, and we're getting a lot of bleep K State, screw Adrian. Um, but then we're also getting Adrian was a warrior. Adrian just isn't clutch. Um, simple as that. Wet blanket says if you don't cheer for Adrian Martinez, that is a you problem. That kid did everything asked of him. He was the face of this program for four years and had zero missteps. He played through multiple serious injuries and never made an excuse. And so like. There's so many there's so many conversations to be had and and things like that. Um, BJ makes a good point, and this is kind of where I'm at too, Bob. Before we get to break, uh, Deuce Vaughn will help Martinez immensely. 13 and 0 Kansas State versus 13 and 0 Nebraska semifinal to face Bama. Go Big Red, and and maybe that's the case. Maybe Nebraska and Kansas State will face or face off in the in the semifinals. Um, okay, Tiny Pig asked this. After reading those stats, do you guys think? that the the offense may be in trouble. Oh man. Let's get let's get Bach back in here. He had to answer a phone call really quickly. Um let's get Bach back here and I'll read him Tiny Pig's text and maybe we can we can t- kind of dive into this during the break. Tiny Pig asked this Bach. After reading those stats, do you guys think that the offense might be in some trouble this year? Adrian was our offense. Uh, yeah. I mean, but I, I guess, I guess the stats don't surprise me. I mean, we watched it play out that way, right? I mean, he was he was always pressured, and we know he wasn't getting a whole lot of help in the running game. Um, that's that's why that's why my concern is that offensive line. If you tell me Nebraska's got a top tier or even mid tier Big Ten offensive line, 
then I can start to buy into a lot of this stuff and think, okay, hey, um, here we go. I mean, because that, you know, when you talk about the running game and traditional running game, it's not just the running backs. That's the offensive line. The offensive line has struggled in pass protection and opening up holes for the running game um, for a majority of the time that under Scott Frost's tenure. And obviously, you hope that that can change. I mean, that that's why this whole new um, – you know, the, all these new coaches, this new coat of paint was needed because the, the previous staff, the previous attempt was coming up massively short in certain areas. And, I, you know, I hate, I don't want to, like, identify, you know, just single out one area. But the offensive line is as far away from the pipeline as I believe it has been since the pipeline days. Yeah, so it's interesting. I, w- I want to get to a question here that's going to be a tough one to answer, but I'm all for it. Um Let's see. It was I got to find it on the text line. There's a lot of thoughts on here. Um, it was something along the lines of if you had to put your money on the team that would have the better record, who is it? I'd go Kansas State. They're a bowl game, okay. bowl team last year. Okay. Like here's the thing, and, and I like Chris Kleiman a lot. Yeah, I like, like Chris Kleiman is a really good fit at Kansas State. Now I'm not a Kansas State stand. I'm not a fan. Like I, like that's not the that's not the thing, but watching them over the years, being able to watch them and how they're able to knock off Oklahoma. At a, at a decent rate, yeah. right? Um, a couple times, but when you look at Chris Kleiman, he fits Kansas State so well as that just hard nose, worry about the offensive line, run the football with your running back specifically, and maybe it opens up the passing game a little bit and have a decent enough defense to compete in the Big Twelve. And that's why that's why Kansas State gets seven, eight wins every year, and they are okay with that. Like they're they're not trying to. I think their ceiling is probably nine wins. They're similar to an I. Maybe I shouldn't say Iowa. They're similar to a Minnesota, mm-hmm. where they might have an anomaly season, like they did a couple years ago. But I'm interested to see. Like we know Kansas State prides itself on the up front at the line of scrimmage, and you could argue that this will be the first time in Adrian's college career that he has a strong offensive line. We don't know what kind of quarterback Adrian is with a with a decent offensive line, right? Yeah. Above average offensive line, maybe that's a better way to put it. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see. I mean, they've got uh, they've got some guys. Cole Beebe on that offensive line's a preseason All Big Ten, or yeah. excuse me, All Big Twelve uh, guy up there. Um, you know, it's the other side of the line, but they've got the preseason uh, defensive player of the year too. I'm just saying they've, they've got some talent on that team. Um, obviously, in the Big Twelve, you're look kind of looking up right now at Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and Baylor. Um, but that, again, that's why I'm fascinated. Is there, there's a couple other games too. They've got Missouri in the non-con. Uh, obviously, that's a, an old Big Eight rivalry. Now Missouri in the SEC. I think that'll be kind of interesting. Um, but I think that, that with that Oklahoma game, Oklahoma State is at home. Baylor's on the road. Oklahoma's on the road. Um, but I just I'm just fascinated to see if if Adrian can get a big win before his career ends. You know, over that's there. true. I mean, he hasn't beaten a top 25 team. No. So. It's going to be interesting to see, and and maybe he's going to be able to have an opportunity here at, at Kansas State. Um, if by the way he was named a captain yesterday, um, which is kind of why this discussion is coming up. But if if he's able to not have to do everything, like if he, if he just doesn't have to do everything, yeah, and just be a quarterback, maybe that's okay. Like I think there's a situation to where Deuce Vaughn could have a bigger role in this offense. I don't want to say than Adrian Martinez, but you need Deuce Vaughn to complement Adrian Martinez. 
Like that's what that's what you're gonna need to have happen. Um four oh two four six four five six eight five the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line, both those open for you. Corey Lincoln says, Well, we both play Oklahoma, that's a nice measuring stick. There you so, go. Yeah. That that's true. That is absolutely true. Um go ahead and give us a call now, four oh two four six four five six eight five. Gus isn't here this morning, so it's gonna be kind of tough to do the uh to do the uh, game show. So let's do caller number three. If you're caller number three, you'll win a business box of bagels, courtesy of our friends over at Bagels and Joe. So give us a call. Caller number three wins a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Let's take our final time out here on early break. When we come back, we'll have the spillover with Raf and AD. AD's still in Jamaica, so he'll join us from his uh, resort there. And we will round out early break and get you ready for the drive with AD and Raf coming up in a little bit. We'll be right back. Nick Sanders and Jake Bachoven with you on early break. Ninety-two percent of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. Ninety-two percent because of a bike. Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. 